0: Hello, my name is Frank Kronkowski. I'm a member of the Helena DSA, Democratic Socialists of America. You are tuned in to the Montana DSA podcast. It's a series of podcasts that uh, the legislative committee of, of Montana DSA uh, has initiated and Marshall Mayor and I of Helena are the ones who are uh, interviewing some really beautiful and, and great guests across the state. Uh, This is the fourth in the series of podcasts um, and I'd like to say just a little bit something about DSA, uh, Democratic Socialists of America. Um, I'm a founding member of DSA having uh, been to Detroit as part of the March 20th and 21st 1982 founding convention when uh, first DSA members came together. To, to found this new organization. In Montana, there are, there are four chapters of DSA, Democratic Socialists. Of course, democratic socialism is one of those terms that not a lot of people, or maybe there are some people who don't understand very well, but they have nothing to do with communism, dictatorship, and these kinds of things. The essence of democratic socialism is, is uh, the idea that both the economy and society and politics should be democratically run to meet human needs, not to make profits for a few. That's the gist of it. And of course, there's more to it than that. But uh, DSA members are building progressive movements for social change. And here in Montana, we have chapters in Billings, Bozeman, Helena, and Western Montana, primarily uh, the Missoula area. So what we're doing in this this series of uh, podcasts is to focus mainly on um, the lay of the land in the 2023 Montana legislature. Um, And we have, within the DSA, been focusing on our three priorities, which are affordable housing, abortion rights, and reproductive justice, and labor issues. And the other point of our uh, podcast is to discuss also how we, Montana DSA, can work collaboratively with other progressive groups and and legislators. Uh, Our guest today is Joni Kresich, who is the current board chair for a great organization that uh, I think most of our readers will have heard of, but uh, may not realize just how impressive uh, their activity has been over the past 50 years. The Northern Plains uh, Resource Council uh, was founded in 1972. Uh, Joni Krasich is currently the chair of, of the board of Northern Plains Resource Council. She is a retired teacher living in Livingston, Montana. She's a lifetime educator, and as I said, she is the current board chair of the Northern Plains Resource Council. Um, In addition to just that little bit, um, I've known Joni for many years, and we have many mutual friends. We've been at activities together over the years. She is a climate and social justice activist, joining with others to bring about sustainable practices that nurture and protect people and ecosystems. She's also a writer and a poet. And uh, one of the books that she wrote is called Picturing Restorative Justice, a Vision of the World We Want to Live In. And that was selected by the uh, a group of people who were Rethinking Schools, a group called Rethinking Schools, as, a, as an excellent book to look at. Now, Joni Kresich, as I said, is the board chair of the Northern Plains Resource Council. And I've said a little bit about it. But I'd like to just ask uh, Joni, and welcome Joni, and ask her to tell us more about herself that she might want to uh, share and about the Northern Plains Resource Council.
1: Thank you, Frank. Um, Well, um, I guess if I was going to say something about myself, I'd say that um, uh, in my life, I've been interested always in activities that, that help regular people have a voice, that empower regular people, that allow regular people to control the conditions of their lives. Um, And and that's what has mattered to me and continues to matter, and I feel that uh, Northern Plains Resource Council um, was founded by regular people who were uh, 50 years ago in the Bull Mountains concerned that uh, the uh, fierce, uh, uh, what what do you want uh, 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 to say? Uh, movement to try to uh, grab energy from under the earth um, was underway and those people said, not here. Um, and uh, Northern Plains is very deeply Focused on protecting the the democratic uh, systems uh, that make it possible for regular people to have a voice, um, so um, I'm I I feel very fortunate to be able to work with this group. Um, it has as I have mentioned actually the exact same lifespan as our constitution, because when our constitution was coming into being, um, Northern Plains was coming into being and uh, both of them have lasted and and have uh, advocated for regular people, have served regular people. Um, so that's that's where I'll start, Frank.
0: Okay, and I, 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 of course, I did not mention, but I am a member of the Northern Plains Resource Council and and one of the 13 local affiliates of the Northern Plains Resource Council here in in the Helena area, the Sleeping Giant Citizens Council. And so I know that uh, during the legislative session, um, Northern Plains has uh, a couple of staff, at least in Helena, maybe two or three that I've seen in the Helen area, including at the January 20th uh, Climate Action Rally, who are working on keeping up with what's happening in the Montana legislature. I wonder if you might um, talk about how Northern Plains staff and members uh, do work in the uh, current 2023 Montana legislature and what you'd especially like to focus in on as the important things that, uh, Northern Plains has been doing during this legislative session.
1: Um, Thank you. That's that's uh, so important. I um, I know that um, all of us understand that uh, our legislature uh, is uh, often referred to as the People's House. It's considered the, uh, the branch of government that's most accessible to us. And yet, of course, uh, it's complicated to figure out, A, what's happening there, uh, to know which bills are are coming up for discussion, uh, and to know how to get our voices there. So uh, Northern Plains has developed a a complex, or I think, well, I'll say elegant system for uh, making it possible for our members to know when uh, important bills, uh, dis- decisions on bills, are are going to be made uh, that that have to do with uh, issues that fall within our mission. Um, so Frank, you mentioned that there are uh, there is a lobbyist there, and and sometime, sometimes sometimes uh, uh, there. It, are there is a second person uh, who's on the staff of northern plains um, and those people are walking the halls and figuring out when various bills are coming up for discussion uh, when we need to get to our legislators then we have what's called a legislative executive committee that is made up i think there are about nine uh, people from around the state who are members uh, on various task forces, um, and uh, they are receiving information uh, from the uh, from our lobbyists about bills that pertain to things that um, we have been working on, um, and they look at those uh, bills and decide a priority, and. That then turns into a phone tree so that if um, something, for instance, that has to has to do with uh, our agricultural priorities comes up uh, or something related to water, um, something related to clean energy, uh, when those come up, um, then uh, our members have a way of knowing uh, that. Who they need to contact, uh, if there's going to be an opportunity to testify, they know how to, how to do that, when to do it. Um, so it's it's a really elegant system that I feel um, makes it possible for what is called the people's house to actually be the people's house, because um, if uh, I I think. Many people know and are discouraged by the fact that the text in bills is often almost unreadable or can be very difficult to read. Even if we can get through the text, it's difficult to to think through as an individual, what are the implications of this? Who will be affected? Uh, What are the, the maybe less visible, outcomes of this, and and that's what uh, our legislative executive committee is doing. Um, so so it helps us to have a voice. Um, so um, we we will be. Well, I I I need to back up a bit to talk about uh, the structure of Northern Plains, uh, which I, I um, respect so much because it it feels as though it mimics the reciprocity that exists in ecosystems so um we have staff 20 staff who are uh working most of them in billings in in our headquarters but we also have 13 affiliates Uh, And those are local groups uh, that are scattered all over the state. And those groups are choosing their own uh, priorities and working on those locally. And then we also have task forces. We have seven task forces. And those are made up of groups of people who uh, come together from around the state. Uh, So that's the uh, Ag task force, the oil and gas task force, clean energy task force. Uh, so um, work in those groups uh, centers around uh, very specific um, focus. Uh, for instance, the uh, the Ag task force has worked very hard on cool legislation, uh, country of origin labeling legislation that gives. Uh, consumers in the grocery store an ability to know where produce and meat at such is coming from. Um, Clean Energy Task Force ran three times uh, PACE legislation. In the end, we got C-PACE passed, uh, and that moved us forward as a state uh, in terms of producing clean energy, which we're all in favor of.
0: Um, and if you could just uh, explain a little bit about what CPACE is.
1: Thank you, Frank. Um, PACE stands, uh, stands for uh, Property Assessed uh, Commercial Enhancements. Um, and CPACE means we're, we're looking at commercial buildings for that legislation. And that passed in the 2021 legislative session. And it's a very, very uh, powerful legislation because it makes it possible for commercial sites, and those can be small businesses or larger businesses, um, to access funding for energy efficiency upgrades, for clean energy, um, to uh, access funding uh, uh, through a uh, tax assessment, Um, And what it means is that um, you can get um, the money you need to to do lighting upgrades, to do insulation, to do HVAC improvements, to do solar. You can get that money um, with no upfront cost to yourself, uh, to your business. and it's paid off in such a way that the savings that you get on your energy bill outweigh uh, the cost to um, service the the tax assessment. So mm-hmm. it's it's just win win because good, good. It, it it and I I want to mention that it's the building that is the collateral collateral. So all the the headaches that people go through to get a uh, to qualify personally for a loan, uh, don't happen. The building is the collateral. collateral, And so, um, it, it, you know, the building is on the hook. <laughs> um, but we're really excited uh, statewide about this. I, in, in Livingston, I'm very exciting, excited to say that uh, two wonderful projects are underway. One of them is a very old uh, school Three three stories. It's owned by a um, nonprofit. It's n- not used as a school anymore. The nonprofit has never had money to adequately uh, care for this building. It needs everything. It needs a new uh, HVAC system. Um, it needs a new roof. It needs uh, so much. Um, and uh, I'm I'm hopeful that they'll they'll get what they need. Um, they're serving the community in so many ways. Nonprofits have offices there, classes are run there. Um, It's truly a a valuable community building, but it's degrading. And uh, if they can't um, get the upgrades, uh, they're not going to be there for 10 years in 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's exactly the kind of building that can make use of CPACE legislation, and we're we're thrilled.
0: And I know that uh, the local uh, Sleeping Giant Citizens Council is doing something similar. It's not the CPACE, but uh, the project of uh, helping to solarize Helena businesses uh, and public places like the library and, and other places at like Carroll College as well. And so I, I know that. The Northern Plains as you just explained with that one little project and 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 the uh, initiation of CPACE has been doing really positive things but I also know uh, from years of you know watching legislative alerts from Northern Plains that you're also on the alert for just horrible things that people in the legislature are proposing. Um, I wonder if you might just you know talk about the two sort of prongs things that you support And things that you definitely want to uh, oppose in the current legislature.
1: Thank you so much, Frank, for (laughs) pointing that out. Um, You know, sadly, um, I think that um, sometimes, and you know, we we won't go into whether it's conscious or not understood well by legislators, but sometimes legislators are actually doing the the work of uh, the big corporations um and um so legislation comes out that will that will harm us and uh i think a a good example is legislation that was passed in 2021 uh that had to do with uh wiping out uh the uh the I will see how I can say this uh, succinctly, uh, the kind of uh, standards for measuring uh, water quality. uh, There was in place really wonderfully strong standards that made it possible for for us as citizens, uh, farmers, ranchers, cities to to know that um, our, our water uh, bodies, our rivers, our streams and such were were healthy. and when there was a violation, uh, we would know immediately. And those um, those standards uh, were basically um, scientific standards were replaced by something called narrative, which basically means you you look at the water and determine that it's fine. And uh, as we all know, that's not going to fly to keep our water safe uh, because it takes a long time for uh, pollution to show up as algae and uh, sick fish and so on and so forth. So we, uh, the people, lost a really good protection. Uh, so that's just one example of bad legislation, which wasn't designed to protect the the integrity and quality of our water um, so um, uh, you know these kinds of things have have come up in the past and um, they will come up this time um, we formed a uh, democracy committee uh, largely because we were hearing, um, uh, rumblings about the desire to chip uh, away at our Constitution, um, which is revered and is a uh, very very beautiful document and has been protecting us for 50 years, um, and there are about 54 uh, amendments that are I. I, I proposed um, we believe deeply that the Constitution is strong as it is and and shouldn't be tampered with. Um, so that that's something else we're we're watching. Uh, there's always issues with our energy um, environment. Um, uh, there uh, is an effort to uh, reinstate something called pre approval it's kind of a an esoteric thing but the, the our public service commission is their mission is to uh is to advocate for us the um the people who pay the bills uh uh for for energy uh, to northwestern energy and there is a bill Um, to try to bring back something called pre-approval, which simply means that uh, Northwestern Energy could say, um, this is what we want to do, this is what we want to build, and we don't have to say how much it's going to cost the customers, consumers, Uh, we don't have to think about any environmental concerns uh, that affect regular people. Uh, or the environment, um, we're just saying we're gonna do it. And you, uh, the PSC, uh, just, just give us pre-approval. Give us approval before we have to uh, do our due diligence. So that's another very bad idea.
0: Yes, that House Bill 284 is a very bad idea. Move us backwards towards uh, less democratic c- control. Of our mm-hmm. economic system, and and have uh, Northwest uh, Energy uh, simply uh, go ahead and take more money from us without any uh, what uh, restraints.
1: That's right, without without oversight, with 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 no responsibility <laughs> on their part. Um, our part is to pay the bills, and we do it. We do it every month. Their part is to behave responsibly. Um, to let us know what they're planning, how much it's gonna cost us and as, as the people who pay for the projects and to give us the opportunity to uh, weigh into a regulatory process so that we know they're, they're doing the right thing when they're building.
0: Yeah. Well, I know that there are lots and lots of bills that, um... Northern Plains Resource uh, Council is supporting in lots that are, are being opposed, but I want to just uh, ask you to tell a little bit, tell me a little bit more about the February first uh, We the People Constitution rally that's happening in Helena, which is being sponsored by Northern Plains.
1: I would love to do that. Um, we are holding a rally um, in support of our constitution. Uh, to say we love our Constitution, it's not broke, don't fix it, it's working. Um, And that rally is going to be next Wednesday, February 1st at 12 p.m. in the state capitol in Helena in the Rotunda. We want everybody there um, and we want the message uh, that we support the Constitution. We specifically uh, know that different groups have different parts of the Constitution they support. We don't want to um, get into any kind of, uh, of uh, you know, it's this is the important part and, and or that's the important part. We just want to come together and say we all need this Constitution. So we hope people will come with that very message.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's Wednesday, February 1st at noon time in Illinois.
1: That's right, and
0: I know that there are those either what forty-two or fifty-four, you know, proposed uh, changes to the constitution. When I moved here to Montana uh, from Indiana in nineteen seventy-two, uh, I was I was just at the time that uh, the constitutional uh, convention was was being held and uh, to ratify this constitution, and. A lot of people from across the country that I know are really quite uh, impressed when they actually learn about Montana, this red sort of backward state in many people's minds because we've had so many, uh, um, well, so much success in in voting uh, for people who were uh, Trumpers and people who uh, are simply not in tune with the, the rights of the constitution whether it's the right to privacy, which is the basis in Montana for uh, uh, protecting the right for women to choose abortion, Uh, or just the right to a clean and healthful environment, which is a unique thing uh, that happens in the Montana Constitution that simply is not in others. are there any other pieces of legislation or uh, processes that you'd like to call attention to, it for, and and maybe say a little bit about how people can uh, get involved in those? Um, sign up for legislative alerts and so forth.
1: Um, well, um, we we would love to um, have people. Uh, uh, who are not members of Northern Plains join, and um, if if people are uh, interested in doing that, uh, they can go to northernplains.org, and then it's absolutely possible to become part of the the legislative alerts where you will receive an email, or if you even want to be on the phone tree, uh, we have that set up too. So we we'd love to have. People join um, and uh, be part of that, but uh, you can also just visit the uh, website at northernplains.org, and it'll tell you, um, you know, some of the major things that are happening. Um, I know most people understand that um, the things move incredibly quickly. Um, which is why we need a, a kind of a system for helping us to know when the moment comes. Uh, so, um, you know, it, it can be, uh, you know, something that came up on Monday, uh, you, you might have to respond on Tuesday. So, I think it really helps to. Um, get those legislative alerts because uh, oftentimes you don't have two weeks to think about it if you're going to weigh in and get your voice out there, uh, you're going to need to do it, uh, you know, within 24 hours often. Um, so um, that's one way and uh, then, of course, uh, checking the website and um, I, I don't have uh, notes here, but um, maybe Frank, you do, uh, you know. It's when when I say that that um, getting your voice there is difficult, it's not to discourage anyone from from doing it if if they have the time and the and the inclination, Um, you know, there there are ways to go on the state website and and look at bills that are coming up. and I don't have that information right here. And if you have it, you could share it, but people could go to, uh, I think the Montana Secretary of State, but um, you can do it on your own. It's just that I think the, the, um, the weighing in the the getting through, um, getting through uh, the the t- the uh, complexity of different bills, and so on, for an individual is is difficult, but not unsurmountable. So if people want to do it that way, there's a way to do it.
0: Well, I know that really, there are hundreds of bills that are, you know, being proposed or being written or drafted and, and have a hearings that come up at various times. And I know from uh, our discussion in our uh, previous uh, bo- podcast with the uh, great uh, Helena Legislature, Marianne Dunwell. That uh, even the best of uh, efforts for people like her, who are very familiar with this, run into obstacles uh, in trying to get you know details about a bill, uh, such as the, a legislative fiscal note. A fiscal note is a note that tells you, you know, how is this going to, how much is this going to cost? And uh, one of the retrograde things that uh, was proposed by the Republicans this time was to um, do away with fiscal notes. And Marianne Dunwell, uh, just a great, great legislator, one of my heroes in the legislature, and uh, and a human rights activist uh, apart from the legislature uh, is working to get that reversed. But I would just want to say that, you know, yes, the legislative process is quite complicated. And so people who are, uh, for the first time, getting involved in in the process, or even people who have worked on this for years, find that it takes you know a long time to dig into you know the language of of a given bill, or even to find out the number of a bill. Mm-hmm. But what I have found is that if you go to the Northern Plains uh, Resource uh, Council website, which is you know very easily uh, identified as northernplains.org, as you mentioned you will find uh, ways to help people who have a limited amount of time to find out what bills are really coming up, why they're important, and how you can find the text of that bill or get some language that you can use to develop your own message to, your, to the legislators who are involved in a hearing. Sometimes it may be your own legislator from your legislative district, or sometimes it might be, Uh, a particular committee uh, with people that you know you wouldn't know from a hole in the ground Uh, if you somebody said who are the members of such and such a committee you would say well um, i know who my own legislators are from the helena area but who who's who are the legislative members and the northern plains uh legislative bulletins and bill tracker and directory which are available uh, links at the northernplains.org website. I found to be probably the most helpful among all the groups that I've I've, I've seen, because you can get a you know a short little a piece of information about a, a bill that's coming up, when it's when you need to answer about it, why it's important, what it's related to, uh, and whether or not it needs support or or whether or not there's a piece of history that you need to know um such as the pre-approval um, bill house bill 284 that you mentioned um but I, i'm really have been impressed by the northern plains website so it, it, nobody has you know 24 hours a day to work on these things we have lives apart from worrying about the legislature and it's uh, good things or it's bad things but the northern plains is uh, very very helpful in uh, in identifying things and explaining why they're important all related to those great issues uh, mm-hmm. yeah both on, on you know, making sure that our, our legislature is democratically controlled it doesn't hand over you know unnecessary power or un, unrestrained power to North, Northwest energy, which is uh, known to uh, try to push uh, people around Indian in, in uh, in montana um are there I, any other
1: i Go appreciate ahead. that frank Go ahead, i i really do appreciate that i i um uh i i feel that um it it's so important that people have the supports they need uh, to use the democracy that we have and um the legislative session is um, short; it only happens every other year. And yet, as you say, everybody has a life to wade through the complexity of bills um, and, uh, and figure out where, what the ramifications are, uh, what to do, how to do it. Um, it. It's just not possible. So I, I feel. Um, Proud that Northern Plains has created a system that um, is, is uh, I guess you would say simplifying or making a pathway uh, for the issues that that we have worked on all these 50 years. So there's one portion of, of those bills that um, you'll you'll get some direction with. And and I think, um, I know I have really depended on that direction.
0: Yes, and I guess I want to thank you as the board chair of Northern Plains for uh, supporting that kind of grassroots democratic effort. Um, I want to mention again to everyone that the Montana DSA, Democratic Socialists of America, uh, are encouraging all their members to come across, come from all across the state on Wednesday, February 1st, to support uh, the Montana constitution, the most progressive constitution in the United States. It's probably not the most progressive constitution in the world, but it is the most progressive in the United States with uh, rights that uh, um, are now being, challenged by various legislators who either do not know the history of of, of the actual Constitution or uh, simply have um, been uh, told that they need to uh, ratchet back on on the democratic uh, rights that the people of Montana have, and including the rights to a clean and healthful environment and the right to privacy. There have been some tremendous changes made in the Montana Constitution. And uh, Marshall Mayer and I from Helena D.C. were involved in a very disastrous uh, turn of events back in 1987 when the legislature proposed a change in one word in the Constitution from may to shall. And what Mm -hmm. they said was what they said in making that change was that uh, the original language of the Constitution. Which had been in there from the beginning was that should not be the the state of Montana shall provide need and assistance to people in need and in adversity, uh, and they changed that was changed in a deceptive uh, constitutional vote uh, mm-hmm. back in 1987 to say no it's it's not going to be shall provide such need as is necessary to help people in in adversity but Mm -hmm. may Mm -hmm. and it was presented as just this one word change well Mm -hmm. it was a drastic change because Mm -hmm. it meant that the right to assistance from the state was not in our constitution Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the montana low-income coalition was using that particular uh, article of the constitution to Uh, work for the rights of low and moderate income and poor people in Montana. And and that was a disaster. And so similar kinds of things are being proposed now uh, and Mm -hmm. uh, should need to be defeated. So Mm -hmm. I know that Northern Plains has a whole list of things and I would recommend to everyone that they go to northernplains.org and the website and look in detail at those because in addition to the things, the few things that uh, Joni Kresich has mentioned here there are lots of other things that the Northern Plains has supported, such as uh, creating Indigenous People's Day, uh, supporting the rights of Native Americans uh, to um, be recognized and respected and, and, uh, and cared for as, uh, as the people whose land we, we stole uh, years and years ago, uh, and the people who still um, live in the midst of all, of, all the rest of us. So, Joni, um, I want to end up now, but I want to give you a chance to uh, you know finish off and, and say a few more things about what you, you know, might want to clarify or anything you might want to uh, recommend to people or things that they could do that you haven't yet mentioned.
1: Um, thank you so much, Frank. And I really appreciate the invitation to be here, the work that you're doing. Um, and the, the chance just to, to talk about what, what Northern Plains is doing. I, I guess that I would, would just reiterate um, how uh, deeply uh, Northern Plains uh, supports uh, democracy. Um, I haven't talked much about it today, but um, As as well as efforts in campaigns like I mentioned CPACE pace and I talked about the water standards. um, cool country of origin labeling northern plains is also equally uh, committed to uh, developing leaders. So we live in a democracy and often are talked about as the original democracy, Uh, people around the world still look up to us as having democracy and yet many people don't know how to interact in a democratic way. Um, so learning to speak publicly in your community, uh, having the supports to learn how to do that, learning how to uh, create an agenda so the people in your uh, local affiliate can meet together, make goals together, and move things forward together. Um, that's like uh, if, if Northern Plains had two hands, a right hand and a left hand. Uh, and the right hand was working on campaigns that benefit all of us. The left hand would be uh, working to help us all have the confidence to interact democratically in our communities and with our state. And I love that and feel so committed to it. And uh, there's never been a stronger need for us to know that democracy depends on us and our ability to take action. So that is my final statement. (laughs) And thank you for letting me say that.
0: (laughs) Well, it's very important and it really is uh, uh, true that the Northern Plains Resource Council and Democratic Socialists of America uh, do share that model. Both are member funded and thus they're member driven. They're both building up um, from the bottom up democratic culture and people power. And uh, we are allies, sisters and brothers in this struggle to uh, protect and save our environment, to uh, care for the most vulnerable of our brothers and sisters, uh, to respect diversity. And I'm really proud to have you as, as a uh, representative of Northern Plains. And I'm proud to be a member of Northern Plains myself. Um, so I want to thank you so much, uh, Joni Kresich. The board chair for Northern Plains for being the fourth interviewee on the 2023 um, Montana DSA, Democratic Socialists of America, of America podcast series. Thank you very much, Joni. Blessings you, to you. Frank.
1: Okay. And let's let's get a great turnout uh, next Wednesday at yes. the rally. Okay. Take care.
0: Take care. Thank you very much.